Through the wire, though. What up, y'all? What up, what up, what up, what up? Let's get it. Today, we about to have an incredible show. Whenever this black book is on the Is set. that your death note? Yes. So whose name is, is in there? Oh, okay. That's, oh, <laughs> I was just showing, man. <laughs> oh. um, this my little black book of basketball. My, in my death notes mm-hmm. is some bullshit that's been going on in the NBA. <laughs> Where do you keep that at? It's like, it's by my PC. like Dana going through his stuff and finding in his dress just like a little black book. Dana, it looks like a little diary. Dana they has do. never gone through anything. That's why she's number one. She's the wife. That's why you be having so many relationship problems. You be the I one. Never has somebody go through my right, shit. Right, he insecure. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, though, ladies and gentlemen. We're doing twelve things we like and dislike on the show. We want to remind y'all to leave a like on the screen. We see the numbers going up, but only two hundred likes is kind of crazy right now. Leave a like. Uh, if you're listening to this on audio platforms, go over to YouTube, subscribe, and if you're watching it, go over to the audio platforms and hit the pre-download. And if you are in the BR app. We welcome you on the YouTube channel. We're very close to 200,000 subscribers. If you're on a BR app, come over to the YouTube, subscribe, and go back. We'll do whatever, but come get the subscription over here. Come For on, sure. man. We're trying to get 250,000. I will say, today's episode, I ripped off completely from uh, the mismatch. So, shout out to Chris Vernon and um and Kevin O'Connor. Shout out to Chris Vernon, man. Shout hey, out to man, Chris Vernon. Hey, man, that's kind of what content is. Content creation, sometimes, a lot of times, stealing. All the time. <laughs> hey, somebody that's been in the business for 10 plus years. Content creation is all about stealing. But <laughs> how many times have you offered something that somebody else could have? All the time. Right. So it, it ain't stealing. You know, it's hey. like, you know what it's, it's like? It's the gift they keep giving. It's like music. Okay. When Kanye samples somebody Sample else. somebody shit, else. Yeah. He just take it, but he's going to get sampled. Exactly. He's been sampled. So as long as you say this is inspired by, usually you got the green light to do the hell you want. The only difference between this and music is they ain't getting none of my royalties. <laughs> um, before we dive in, though, how everybody doing, man? I'm feeling sexy, looking good. Yeah, yeah. You don't have nobody. You don't need nobody to tell you. You nah. already know. I like that. I'm, I'm him. Yeah. You, I'm oh, him. oh. <laughs> is, is that somebody what you got that I look, tattoo? Somebody, I from? No. <laughs> somebody said I look like a mob boss. I like that. I don't, because a lot of the mob people were racist against blacks. I'm a black mob boss. <laughs> <laughs> black mob boss. So you are racist against blacks within the mob. You ever watch? No, like, I'm good. You ever watch like? Uh, <laughs> you ever watched uh, like The Godfather? They like have like Scarface and The Godfather, and they talking about like we don't do black, we don't do work, we don't do business with blacks. Oh no, I've never. If you seen watch that. Sopranos, um, Tony Soprano, one of his little guys, they was in there picking on blacks in the neighborhood. Oh <laughs> like, shit. yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. Um, how you feeling, KB? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling about as good as possible, um, considering the circumstances. <laughs> feeling good. I'm a little tired, but I'm feeling great. I'm a little tired too. We got a fr- friendsgiving tonight. Is we it do. It is. It's tonight. I knew he was going. Yeah, you don't have to come. It looked like you dressed for it. <laughs> <laughs> like you coming to the crib right now, right after the Dang, show. That popped up. No, I'm gonna be there. Okay. I don't. It what doesn't. Time is it at? Um, we 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 can talk about that after the show. Oh, it doesn't okay, even okay. feel like Thanksgiving is next week. I feel like Christmas. It, no, it just doesn't even feel like it's November. It's just cold know. as hell. I feel like Christmas. It's cold. It's cold. Uh, how are we starting this off? We doing three things each that we like and dislike about the NBA season. Which way do y'all want to go? I think we should alternate. So, like, Mike will give a like, I'll give a dislike. You'll give a like, you'll get this out and, and dislike it. And just keep going until we got no more things to talk about. I like that. So, Mike, give me your first like of the season or something that, mm-hmm. that's got your eye. 
Something that's got my eye is Bo Bo. Mm. Uh, I picked him maybe a year or two ago for like he's gonna start surprising people. Uh, I think it's just because like he was gonna have that opportunity and it never really came. But this year with the Magic, and they might I don't even I think they might be like what, bottom three. Yes, looked but, top three last night. Tell you that. Yeah, I was gonna, <laughs> they they they're fun to watch. They're exciting to watch. I like how they put everybody with length out there. But to get back to Bo Bo, it's just he went from damn near nothing. To now he's an actual rotational player. He's part of their, I think, six guys that average double digits on the season. They almost got seven. Uh, another thing about him, he's not. He's played, I think, almost every game so far this season. He only played probably like 40 games his whole career mm-hmm. so far. So he's just on a, on a big upside this season, so I'm happy to see that. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of people like, oh, man, I can't believe the Denver Nuggets gave up on him. In reality, if you watch the time that he was with the Denver Nuggets when he got PT, he – it feels like he's matured between Orlando and Denver because when he was coming off the bench in Denver, most of the time he was just getting garbage minutes. Yep. And when you get garbage minutes, a lot of people's mindset is, I'm going to get mine. Mm-hmm. But now with the Orlando Magic, he's playing more fluently within within the lineup. And now with Paolo Bancaro being out for the last five games or so, he's really elevated his own play. He's leading the team in rebounds in that time span. And he has moments. It was the game against the Sacramento Kings. This had to be like two weeks ago where they went into overtime. De'Aaron Fox turned into a, a goddamn beast. And I think Bo Bo shot nine for ten from the field or something like that. When there was yes. times they were giving it to him. And like the high post, and he was doing turnaround, fade, and jump shots. It seems like once or twice a game, he does something so damn ridiculous that make you think, yeah, this dude could be special. I mean, I don't know if he's going to ever get to his full potential, but right yeah. now him playing basketball and like being good at it is great. That Kings game is the one that took him a while to miss a shot, right? Yeah, yeah. He missed yeah. one shot, and I think it was in overtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good no, one. No, I, I like the point that you brought up about the garbage time stuff. It's either, yeah, I'm going to get mine or – from what I got from Bobo is I'm not going to do shit because this is garbage time. I'm going to just run <laughs> run through the motions. Um, but shout out to uh, Jamal Mosley. That's why he was hired to be the magic coach because of player development and the relationship he, him and Luca had when Luca came over to Dallas to the draft. Um, so he got high praise for that. And a lot of those guys are looking good. Wendell Carter looks really good. Franz looked really good as a sophomore. Jalen Suggs has looked the best as far as growth in a year. Um, Paolo, 23-point score as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Now Bow Bow. RJ Hampton has flashes, still kind of got to do more. But a lot of those those guys are showing little spurts and moments, um, and I think they're having a proto- prototypical-type year for a rebuilding team where, yeah, they're going to lose a lot of games. Yeah, they're bottom three in the East, but they have nights where they can beat a Chicago Bulls team who's in a playoff hunt. Um, they can stick – you know, with the uh, Sacramento Kings team that's in the playoff mix as well. Even if they lose, it's kind of going to be an exciting losing. And I think when you're a fan of a fan base like that, that's all you can really ask for. So, uh, shout out to Bobo, though. Shout that's out a very to good like, Mike. Yeah. Bobo like. hit one of my picks yesterday. I went 6-6 six six on prize, and he um, – he got 10 rebounds for me. He got 10 rebounds for Some me. people sitting here went six for six and flipped some money to a lot of money. You feel me? You feel me? <laughs> what are we going to do today? We're going to take that lot of money and turn it into more money. Mm, and then we're going to get more it, money and just go. Yeah, we fucking around. Just, we might. Me and KB might go half on Bleach Report. We might. <laughs> you know, they the yeah, old, um, casually buy it if I like when he be hitting because he be gifting up. <laughs> I do gift up. We could casually buy it if I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, look out. Yeah. Uh, so you want to like, I'm going to go with this like. And I'm not – y'all been knowing me for all my life. I'm not a guy that complains about one certain thing in basketball, but this season it feels worse than ever. It's a goddamn officiating. 
the officiating so far this season. I let, let me give you some examples. Shout out to Brian Guzman. That's who had uh, Killian Hayes. Damn. He was one pick away from hitting for five K three days in a row. He had six picks in three days, and every one he had five. And one of them, Shingun, needed fifteen points. He had fourteen. He had fourteen in the first. No, he had twelve in the first half and finished with fourteen. So points. my boy, I had him in my my, my boy was too. probably digging like, yeah, he finna get that six <laughs> points. Hey, hey, mom, what you want? We finna go. Hey. <laughs> so officiating so far. I'm gonna read you a couple examples of this season where officiating has been dog. It's been bad. And remember, we are less than a month into the season. A week ago, Spencer did what he came to a podium after a game and said the referee called him some explicit names. I can't say it right now, but called him some explicit names. Um, Jason Tatum got a technical foul for clapping at himself for committing a foul. That's what Kevin Durant said is the funniest tech you guys seen. Uh, Yep. Um, Kevin Herter criticized the referee and said, hey, we get refereed over here way differently than when I was in Atlanta, and you saw that to be true when he got fouled by Klay Thompson and nothing happened. Also on the on the Sacramento Kings, uh, Tyler Hero travels, and no no call is, is called. Um, Grant Williams gets suspended. He, he Yes, he did bump into the referees, but it seemed like a, a legitimate accident, suspended for a, a game of basketball. And I can go on and on, whether it be them – for the first two weeks of the basketball, not calling anything palming related, and then for three days straight, anytime somebody palmed the ball, they called it, which is fine. If you're going to call it, call it. But don't give the, the the players two weeks of no calls and then out of nowhere, uh, Jordan Poole get hit with three in one singular game. Um, I seen uh, oh, Davion yeah. Mitchell get hit with one, and I was like, oh, okay. Jordan Poole got hit with one last night. It's just Jordan Poole definitely be – Carrying the ball a lot. No, for sure. And I'm, yeah. I'm not saying do, that. Everybody does it, though. Yeah, like, most do. people in the NBA, they kind of carry the ball and pause. They learn how to manipulate the they game. Go to where they go to KB point, though. If you call it, he won't do it. But yeah. if he can get away with it Tuesday and then can't do it Wednesday. That's the point. That's the point. So far, the season has been extremely inconsistent, um, even down to the travel calls. Like, I, I can remember the Kelly Oubre play from last week where he got the ball. The team's down by one. He got it at half court. And they call it for travel. Just, he switched his pivot for sure. But, like, that's not a call that they normally call throughout the game. And somebody put a, a side-by-side comparison of Kelly Oubre doing the exact same thing in the second quarter, no call. But with 10 seconds left in basketball, they called it. It's just been ki- extremely inconsistent. And they sending out these memos, a point of emphasis. And that's how you get to the point where the palm in violation is called more one week than the other. And it's just – it's hard for the players to kind of keep up with the way it's being officiated. That That is the only problem. Yeah, I feel like. Shout also, out to my boy, only way to design oh, the, the two, Jeremy, two, three. The Jeremy Grant game winner was a travel as well. Yes. No disrespect yeah. to Portland because yes. they hate when you t- you call it out. Um, but, yeah, it's, just, it's been Jeremy extremely inconsistent. Thing, take that step if you need it. <laughs> take, hey, if take you can get away with it, take your step. If you can get away with it, take your step. So, um, And, again, I'm not a guy that normally talks about refereeing because I do know that they have an extremely hard job. And to people make, do run with that. That shit. And no, no team has ever lost a game the right, like by being bad according to their fan base. It's yes. always what well, the zebras uh, called a bad call in this play, in this play. <laughs> and I'm not one of those dudes. Usually, the game is being determined by the players, but it has been situations throughout the season where the game has been officiated so poorly that a team has lost. In the MLB, they have these umpire scorecards. Oh, yeah. It's like my favorite account in MLB twi- Twitter. Josh, what up, boy? He Where, said, what's up to you, Mike? And you ain't even acknowledge him. He Stop subbing to Mike. Stop subbing to him or giving his shit. Come do it in my more. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm joking. I, just, I just made you aware. Now you can say what's up to him. Um, what's up, Josh? I'm scorecard. I can't read the screen. I, I got bad eyes. Whenever somebody say something to you, I'll let you know that I know it's being your stream. 
Thank you. They'll let you know. We're like, the ump was favorable to one team by one run or whatever. I need that in the in, in the NBA. That's a fact. If you if somebody can, I don't know how you do it because obviously officiating in, in baseball is a lot different than basketball. But I would love to see an ump's favorability throughout the game or a referee. Do you think yeah. refs in the NBA favor to a team? I don't think a lot of the times it's by like nature, like uh, oh, I want the Bulls yeah. to win tonight. But it, it has been situations. Literally, the Bulls last night versus the Orlando Magic, we got a favorable whistle. With it's the window car to travel? With the window car to travel, with two of the window car to screens, yeah. um, the Franz Wagner foul. Like, there was a couple moments in that That Bulls Franz game. Wagner foul was kind of weak. It shout was, out to Casey. Casey Beachman <laughs> is in here. Shout out to Mo. Shout out to TJ. What's uh, up, KC? Shout out to everybody. Uh, Casey Beachman, I'm pointing him out because he specifically said, make sure y'all like the stream. So everybody stop what you're doing right now. Make sure you like the stream. Uh, Foster and Chris Paul. That would be interesting mm. if he had a card there. Oh, yes. yeah. Yes. One thing also that I've also noticed, momentum calls is a real thing in the NBA. Mm-hmm. If a team has momentum, they're probably going to get way more calls until that momentum shifts. That's definitely one thing that always happens. Oh. I think that's in all sports. I thought about it the opposite way where, like, your call can help us get a momentum. Oh, no, I'm saying if your team has momentum, you're probably mm-hmm. going to get the calls. more. The t- calls are more so going to go in your favor. You think, you think purposely? I just think it's probably just natural, like just the way the f- game is feeling. I think refs also feel momentum in the arena as well. So they're probably more so tuned to call a call for that team than the team that's struggling. Like That's how home court advantage is. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I would say a, I feel like a charge is like a momentum shift in the game. Charge, charge calls are definitely momentum-based. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's like that iffy. <laughs> it seems like they always go to go towards a team that has the momentum. Mm. Shout out to my boy uh, Calvin. He knows exactly what I'm wearing. That's I wish they also did, uh, and they probably do because they always uh, like have every set out there. But I know in baseball because it's more like calculated with like pitches and everything. They go show like uh, you can see like throughout the season how like the percentages of how well the ump has been calling the games, the, the strikes and balls, yeah, and stuff like that. Like for how accurate refs actually call the game throughout the season and see like who the top refs are. Mm-hmm. I know they have some type of stat to kind of calculate the best, but just to see how many. Like, what refs yeah. get a percentage of it wrong, just, like, Because the refs are graded. They're not graded by us, but they are graded by, yeah. like, their higher-ups. The that's how they determine who the playoffs referees the playoffs right. in the NBA Finals. They try to put the best of the best on the mark for the finals and stuff. So, so it also puts the players at a disadvantage. Now refs out there calling bullshit in order to get their chance to coach the NBA It's going to be different every game. But they call but bullshit? It's just more... They may, they may be calling, like, real close to, like, that Kelly Oubre travel. they like, oh... Yeah. We got to get that. Like, <laughs> that type of stuff. One okay. point for me as ref. Hurling, what up? Smitty the <laughs> King, what bonus. up? Do y'all think, I'm guessing that refs have some type of incentive bonus in their contracts. On like their a success quota? rate. Not, 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 oh. not a quota. Like, oh, they call, like, a hundred, like a hundred calls. A hundred the thing about refereeing, they, they probably do, but they're just human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I'm refereeing and y'all are playing, and I don't know, Mike is an asshole to me. I'm a human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm remembering that he's an asshole. Well, that's to like me. the Scott. That's where the sure. Scott Foster, Chris Paul thing comes because we know Chris Paul is kind of a D, yes, he is. a D bag sometimes, and uh, definitely talks to the ref a little bit too much. And that's probably why Scott Foster, like, yeah. And you definitely know that they give some players a way longer leash. Draymond Green has a long leash. Yes, he does. I fi- I I literally feel like they had a meeting, and it's like long leash, short temper, lo- long leash for him because he does shit that I would have been gave him. Text <laughs> yeah. for. And when he gets one, Oh, he know he can go far. Mm-hmm. He yeah. know he can do anything except put his hands on. Cause him. they know he, they, he know they're not going to kick him exactly. out. <laughs> exactly. 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 And I, and, and I actually can't fault him 
because they did suspend him in the finals and they lost. So he probably like shit. Since they did that, I'm always take advantage. But of they having suspended that him over the because he had an accumulation of them. Yeah, because yeah. he had an accumulation. It wasn't like oh he did this. Now let's give him a a game. It, shit, that was a, a season worth of technicals, right? <laughs> yeah. Besides my boy, that's Tyra. why you can't can't stack them up in the regular season. They gonna eventually yeah. catch up to you in the, in the I playoffs. remember last Facts. year. What is it? Is it number fifteen? If you get fifteen, you suspend. Jokic had like uh, Luca had fourteen, yeah, oh, but like a week a left in basketball, and fans was like, "Just go get that fifteenth, so you don't get it during the playoffs, so you miss the game." But he was chilling. You never got it. I mean, I guess if you just conscious of it, it's pretty easy to avoid getting a tech. I would assume. Not, yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> but yeah. what was it, Jason Tatum? Where he clap at himself? I mean, he yeah, couldn't, you know, doing thing about that. Because Tatum isn't even a guy that really gets techs. That's that's kind of why I was like bizarre to even see Deuce that. Deuce Daddy laid back. I don't even <laughs> think Deuce get in trouble. I wouldn't be surprised if he did. <laughs> he don't rub me as the guy uh, to get in trouble either. <laughs> I'm on a like. Yeah, give a like. Uh, one of my likes right now is, and I and I say this very lightly, but it's a 25 team race. Yep. Like Ooh, as that's, far as, that's one of mine, by the way. As far as like the playoffs, where we have a few garbage teams like the Lakers, Pistons, Magic, Rockets. Um, I'm probably forgetting one, but other than that, everybody else is like 12 teams out east competing for a playoff spot right now. Um, and it's like 13. I'm including the Spurs because you just have to put some some type of respect on the Spurs, and they kind of right there with the uh, Warriors and whatnot. So yeah, we got like 25 teams legitimately competing for a playoff spot, and I feel like that makes the NBA a night by night basis. Where like the Thunder, like we kind of just talked about the Magic, the Magic can come out and beat a playoff team if they don't come out proper properly to prepare. The Warriors are now playing from behind. The the, the Nets are playing from behind. Um Philly playing from behind. A lot of these teams that had the high expectations kind of fell down quickly and now they're playing. And now we in a a point where this season it looked like every game matters, man. Every sure. game matters. You cannot be out here playing games. The Clippers might regret this whole I, I don't even want to say regret because I guess they can't control Kawhi situation or whatnot. But, yeah, it just feels like competitive basketball is being played. We have nights where we all in a party and one of y'all will say something and I'm already watching the competitive game. and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm missing this part. I'm watching one game and I got Mike telling me, oh, man, Jordan Clarkson just made another three or some shit. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then, you know, it's it's just it's that's the best type of basketball. You can't just look at the Thunder no more and be like, oh, we're going to rush three starters. No, Shay can give you 40 mm-hmm. and win. You can't go to Orlando and say, hey, we're just going to rest two starters. No, Franz Wagner and Wendell and Paolo can come win a game. So it just feels like every team has to get up and play unless you're like the Houston Rockets yeah, that was or the one Lakers. Of, that was one of my likes as well. I had on here that in the West – um, the one it's a one point five game difference between the one seed and eight seed. Yep, that's just really that's how great, tight yeah. that race is. Um, Portland cannot be comfortable with the number one seed, obviously, because we all know that they can <laughs> fall from there. The Orlando, I mean, the Utah Jazz can't be comfortable with that number two seed. The and it's just like you do have a team like the Clippers right there, who's a half a game back from being the number one seed after they got off to that slow start. So it's mm-hmm. like everybody got to be hungry and desperate out there because the West has never been easy. But it seems like this year it's like. Real, real gritty out there. So we we all had that as a light. Well, not Mike. I guess Mike doesn't. Which is I didn't have it. But that's fine. No, um, Mine was more specific towards the Western Conference because uh, there is parity throughout the entire league, obviously. But I I feel so confident in like the Celtics or the Bucks winning the conference. Out West, I don't feel confident in anybody. Yeah, like it's no. it's a it's up in the air, which is so beautiful. Um, t- just because there's not a, a heavy favorite, you know. And even out East. 
I'm gonna wait because I I got the that may be one of my dislikes. So I'm gonna wait. Ooh, okay. We will wait. Derek, give us a dislike. A dislike. It was kind of what happened last night with the um with the free throw thing with Giannis. Um, for me, I really didn't like it because why is Mont like as a full story came out? Mm-hmm. Why is Montrez Hero trying to get Giannis off the basketball court? Can I ask to, you a question? To shoot around right there. What's up? How else is Montrez Hero ever gonna be really that relevant? I don't think that's that is exactly true. No disrespect to Montrezl no. Harrell, but yeah, because when you look at the fact that Giannis is a two-time MVP, he is now staying after the game to work on his free throws after having an abysmal free throw shooting night. Why is Harrell as a basketball player trying to kick him off the court, even though it is your home court? But that's still Giannis under the Kumpo, and there's two rims. So like. Nah, what killed me is that he took the ball and was just standing, standing there. there. Like a kid. It's not like he went to the locker room or put that yeah. shit. He was just standing there, like bro. Like a kid. And Dan, did you see the full video? No. Well, After what else he happened? stood there, he took the ball and, went to the other side. Side. and he shot. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was like. a fucking kid. He said, uh, he said on Twitter, something along the lines of, uh, hit a full story. I had a scheduled workout, yada, yada, yada. Um, but af- so he took the ball from Giannis. Giannis asked for the ball back. Montrez went to the other side, got his his shooting in. Giannis went back to the locker room, got another ball, and that's when the latter guy was there. Um, it was overall just fucking weird. Yeah, the, the NBA is just it's always something. It's always <laughs> some type of drama that's outside of like the the forty eight minutes of real basketball. Montrez Harrell's averaging four points, two rebounds, zero point four assists. Did he and play? Did he play last night? Or who, did he, he play like a couple minutes total? Who? Who was working? Who's who scheduled a workout for him? <laughs> um, who had a workout scheduled for him with four points and two rebounds a game? And did uh, he play last night? Yes, he played four minutes four and fifty seconds. He's seconds. not going to play with Joel Embiid, and Joel Embiid is that man. Yeah, and he had one point. And it's like that's the type of stuff you see all the time. Guys have a bad shooting night. They go into the gym, shoot around. Nobody ever stops them. Why is Montrez here all of a sudden the guy that needs to stop Giannis from shooting around? They got some bad blood between those two. I can't even say they be going at each other because, (laughs) you know, but they definitely got some bad blood. It's just so childish. That was one of my dislikes. I'm about to say that's one of my dislikes. Basketball word is damn near turning to CNN on some nights. We're going to go back down this way, so I I might as well just go. Mm. Um, One of my dislikes. Non basketball drama that falls into it. Yeah. This season, from the Miles Bridges just spilling over into the season because future Lakers, future Laker by the, the way Lakers is monitoring him. <laughs> um, Pistons too. Josh, the too, Josh right? Primo stuff. Yep. Ime Udoka. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyrie. Yeah. Now this, there's so much soap opera, non basketball shit that's dominating the headlines. It's becoming extremely annoying. Yeah. Because it's like, bro, we just want basketball. And there's already so many good headlines within basketball. Yeah. Like, y'all sucking, the Nets sucking. You know what I mean? Like, just just good shit already. And it's just, we keep getting this this bullshit that's just like, like, what are we doing, Montrez Hero? And yeah. I like Montrez. I liked him when he was off the bench for the Clippers doing his thing. But this shit is just corny. Yeah, it's lame. It's just tra- tra- yeah, lame as fuck, corny. The y'all don't have no rivalry. Like, you might not be playing for Philly in three months, in three weeks. <laughs> Like, like damn, they're not playing for Philly right now. Yeah, um, yeah. The M- the NBA has enough. Oh, Draymond p- punching Jordan. Yes, Poole. like yes, you can continue yes. to go on. The season started a month ago, and we've <laughs> yeah. already had seven <laughs> conspiracies spill. The NBA in itself has enough drama on court 
with trades and all of the other shit to, to like, I, I mean, again, I don't really keep up with other sports other than basketball, but I'm assuming that this is a crazy amount of stuff that we going through as NBA fans in the small amount of time compared to like some MLB stuff or some hockey stuff or some NFL. football stuff. So yeah, I, I, I can agree with that. Cause a lot of that stuff, it overshadows the product of basketball. And so far the season, this season has been amazing. It's been great. I don't know if y'all remember last year, <clears throat> We came onto the show early in last season. We was like, I mean, obviously there's always stuff to talk about, but it seemed like every single night, 90% of the games was blowouts. Yeah. And we was like, what the hell is going on in basketball? So far this season, I feel like it's completely flipped. Every single game is close. The The Cavaliers were up by 10 points with a minute to go last night, and that game went into overtime. Double overtime. I can't believe double that overtime. game went into double overtime. I just That's seen, what I'm saying. I just seen a stat, too, that like uh, this year the season's averaging like 112 points per game, and that's like the most since like 65 or something. Damn. And it's not, they said it wasn't efficiency, it's just all pace. And I think it also goes back to the fact that it's 25-plus competitive teams in the league that's like, it's no days off, really. Yeah. Y'all think it slows down eventually? And then as we get, like, a solidified top three? I don't think we get a solidified top three, but I do think it slows down as far as competitive on each night because at some point, some of these teams are going to fold. Like, some point, the Spurs could hit a roadblock where they just like, all right, Josh Richardson on the block. Doug McDermott on a block, Jacopoto <laughs> on a block, yeah. and they just fold. The Jazz might have a, a stint. Hopefully they don't. I like the way the Jazz been played, but maybe they hit a roadblock where they just don't look like the team we've seen them to be the first 20 games, and then they just start having a little sell-off of Malik Beasley, Mike Con- yada, yada, yada. So I could see that, but I do think there's so many teams in each conference where we may not have a solidified three because those, those teams are going to just keep beating up on each other. Yeah. I do like what Steph Curry said though, and I do about the Warriors. How they they just gotta they know what they could do, um, and they just gotta keep taking the game by game and just realize that they have the ability to get to where they want to be, but it's just gonna take some time and it's not gonna happen overnight. So I love the fact that in the locker room it seems like the leader is preaching that we can do this. We just gotta keep taking our time. And do not you rush think it. they can do it? I think they could do it. They definitely have the pedigree you need to do some it. Help. Yeah, I mean they do have one of the worst benches because Jordan Poole. Yeah, I don't think they can do it, <laughs> but. I think Jordan Poole eventually, if he turns it around and gets back to being the pool we saw last year, I think it's a, definitely a big turnaround for this team. I think they need more than that. They need Clay Thompson. Well, Draymond is hard because you expect him to be better in the playoffs, but Clay Thompson, they need him, and, and they just need everybody else to be better. Hey, man, Steph listen. Curry's having the best season since Gary like Payton MVP second. season last time. Left so. a big void. Yeah. Otto Porter left a big void. So even if Jordan Poole get back to Jordan Poole, they have voids that – the youth has to pick up, and we just haven't seen that. James Wiseman is going down in the G League or something. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Like that's for at a, least ten days. That's a big blow for them. You know, I mean, nothing wrong with that to, to develop, but that was a he guy was that they was yeah. yeah starting. A, that's well, at least at some point, or at least be a part of the rotation. So to not <laughs> be in a rotation and then to be out of the rotation so much that they got to send you to the G League is kind of a step back for them. So. I think they can make the playoffs, but this team is trying to win a championship. Hey, so. man, bite the bullet. Make the call for KD. Do it again. Uh, Brooklyn Nets not accepting that. Brooklyn Nets look good recently. Yeah, Brooklyn ben Simmons playing that. his best basketball. 12, Kyrie 12 comes back tomorrow. Against the Blazers. Is it against the Blazers? No, no, no. He had the best game of the year. It's against the Timberwolves. And you know what's crazy about that? He's having like the worst shooting season of his career. But somehow I feel like Royce O'Neal is killing Yeah, he's putting the ball on the floor the most I've ever seen His first triple-double of his career. And KD said, hey, Jay Crowder deserved that triple-double. He said that we play such a team great 
great team basketball. Jay ended up with the assist, but Ben Simmons was the one that facilitated a lot of it. I was like, shout out to you, Kevin. Royce O'Neal. Royce O'Neal. What did I say? Jay Crowder. Oh, I just read a Jay Crowder thing before I put my phone down. They're the same player, right? Damn near. I don't know. Jay Crowder a little bit more seasoned. Yeah. Um, so I would definitely take it's Jay Crowder. Oh, so uh, one of my likes is Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez is back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Um, and ladies he, and gentlemen. And I don't know if he'll win the award, but he sh- he should. He's in the conversation for DPOY. Uh, maybe not the greatest day to talk about Brooke Lopez because he played against Joel and B yesterday and lost that game. Uh, but he it was played a lot, hell of a, he played good ass defense. It was a lot of times where he was one. doing great. He's but good ass defense. Joel and B did close out that, that game. That first game, Joel and B got the. I mean, uh, Joel and B looked shitty, so mm-hmm. they won and won. Um, but so far this season, when he's been on the court, the defense is otherworldly. They're like in the 98 percentile um, defensively, and he's getting giving you both versions of Splash Mountain and. <laughs> The down, the like the the post scoring Brook Lopez has been appearing more this season than any time in his time in yep. Brooklyn. I, I mean, uh, in Milwaukee. And I think that's key for them too, because it's just times where people teams are going to focus up on Giannis, but Brook Lopez, you can't just put no slouch on Brook Lopez. Or when Giannis is out the 20. game, he can just go his ass right back mm-hmm. to the block. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just doing us all without Chris. He's Bruce. a very versatile scorer. Fine I mean, wine. You can just do so much on the court when you talk yeah. about offensively. Getting better with time, man. He um fine wine. He doesn't necessarily have the foot speed to stay in front of guards, but he does it every single time. So much so that they feel confident running the lineup of him, Bobby Portis, and Giannis together because they feel good about Brooks' ability to pretty much do everything. I mean, I'm I'm just so impressed because last season, obviously, the Milwaukee Bucks took a big step defensively, uh, step back defensively, and like, damn, what's going on with the, with the Milwaukee Bucks? Brook Lopez had a back injury. He didn't. He only played a couple games of the season, and now that he's back, they're back to the best defense in basketball. That so ca- should we cannot be a, be a coincidence. little bit more patient with Ben coming off that back surgery? Um, I'm patient with him. I mean, I'm not going to rush the Ben Simmons thing. I, I, it just takes time to get back to being who you were after. If Ben Simmons can injuries. can do what he did the last two games for the rest of the season, W. He said he also didn't do, dealing with that knee too. Yeah. I hope that I Brooke that. Lopez keeps this up once. He, said he had his knee drain. Yeah, he had his knee drain. I just hope Brooke Lopez keep it up once Chris Middleton's back because if they got all three of them, all four of them guys clicking like that, it's, it's hard to no, beat it's him, no one's that's going to beat them. Because mm-hmm. I know right now Brooke Lopez is getting a lot of shots. Especially with Chris you, Middleton coming back, those shots are going to go drop. Down a little bit. Especially you got niggas irritating uh, Giannis. Yeah, like <laughs> you know, like. I've asked people to not. Has Serge Ibaka really gotten a run? Uh, yeah, I've seen it. played a little bit yesterday. Say, he should have been the one. Who did he blow by recently? Hit, hit he, Montreal. He blew past someone <laughs> recently in the game. <laughs> what? I was like, he is crazy. <laughs> he is crazy. Um, Mike, give us a dislike. Uh, one of my dislikes is the Mavericks offense. I legitimately have the Mavericks offense on my list as dislikes yeah. as well. Wow. We, we always talk about the heliocentric offense not working, but wow. it just it just reminds me of the Rockets James Harden as type stuff and without the second star yeah. that alleviates yeah. the pain. So right now, Luka Doncic, when it comes to all time, he is fourth all time in usage race this season. Can y'all guess? I'm sorry, fifth now after last night's game where he could kind of chill because he was going against a uh, Jokicless um, Jokicless Nuggets. Actually, I'll tell you. It's 2016-17 Russ, who won MVP, and obviously that's the highest usage rate maybe you'll ever see in the in our lifetime when it comes to basketball. I'm guessing Harden is on here. Then it's it's 18-19 James Harden. It's this year's Giannis, which I'm giving a pass because Chris Middleton 
has not played. Once yeah. Chris Middleton comes back, Giannis's usage it's not going to drop dramatically, but it ain't going to be the third highest of all time. No. Then you got Kobe from 2005-2006, and then Luka from this season. Kobe from 2005-2006 is my favorite Kobe. That's number <laughs> eight Kobe who just lit the league up. He averaged 35 that season. Um, but, yeah, Mike, I agree. Because, obviously, the Dallas Mavericks, because Luka's so goddamn good, they're going to be in the playoff hunt. They're going to be, like, they're going to win a bunch of games, and they might make it to the conference finals again. But I, there, there is, it feels like there's a ceiling on it because there's no alleviation out for Luca, other than some Spencer Dinwiddie, who's been damn good this season, damn clutch this season. Yeah, I mean when it, they they're like one of the top first half teams in all the basketball. Then they get to the second half and they just shit the bed every single time. And then they rely on a Spencer Dinwiddie clutch shot or Luca <laughs> Doncic throwing the ball at the rim and it going in to close out these games. It's like there's a lot to be desired, but when I look at them. Because Luca is so young and everything, I'm not worried about it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? No, it's just a right now thing. And I, I, I read an article recently that was like, the problem with the Mavericks is that Luca is too good. I and saw that too. You saw that too? I did. Um, and and the argument for it was so they were they were <laughs> Who wrote in, this. I don't, I don't remember. remember. I don't remember either. But like, it's gonna be hard to build a team. Yeah, cohesively around him. It's it's so hard because when you think about teams that are bad and they end up getting that star, they usually have a couple years of being bad to get that star, the second star. Well, Luca came into the league and immediately was a dog. Yeah. So they don't they didn't have that second year of getting a top five pick or whatever the hell it may be. So now the the avenue for building around Luca is enticing these free agents or winning every single trade you're a part of. And they've tried. They did the Porzingis trade where they gave up draft capital and some people because they needed the secondary star. And now they did the trade that basically they gave up nothing for Christian Wood. They've been trying to do it, but it's a lot harder to do it when the guy that you're building around immediately made y'all great, where you don't really have any draft picks that are worth anything. Because as long as Luka is playing basketball, they're going to win team, win games. Yeah, It's yeah. just a fact. He's that damn good. It's similar to LeBron James. It's, 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 yeah. He speeds it up, and then also it's so specific to where even if they wasn't as good as when he came, like – Dennis Smith Jr. was solid when he came, but Dennis Smith Jr. don't fit because you just need specific pieces around Luka to a T. And Kay Cunningham is feared to have a stress fracture in his shin and is out indefinitely as he considers rest or surgery. Oh. That will sideline him for an extended period of time. That sucks. Damn. Um, silver lining? Killing and Hayes. Oh, no. Victor Oh, uh-huh. um, But just in general, another high draft. I mean, it was, it, even with Kate, they was losing hella games. So I guess you'd rather have him out there, obviously. But that sucks. Um, and definitely can mean a lot of different things. You can. can mean a lot of different things. I was just talking what about the Mavericks offense page? on stream, though. Um, we was talking about, like, just offenses. And I was saying how people think just because a miss, just because a team has a missed shot does not mean that the offense was bad. You can generate a very good look or have a good play and they just miss a shot. Vice versa, I use the Mavericks. Just because Luca saved a possession with a step back three does not mean that that's good offense. He oh just, yeah, he just saved it. You saw it with Harden. That was we would look at that and say those are bad shots, and then we would see it <laughs> throughout the playoffs. Some point those shots stopped falling. Mm-hmm. Now we did see them make it to the conference finals and stuff like that, but I don't know. I just don't really look at this you team and think. Yeah. I don't look at them and think that they're a contending. I think team. just the best teams just make it. They make it as easy as possible for their team and harder and as hard as it can be for the other team. And that makes you, sense. Like Yeah, and it's a recipe usually for your star to somehow thrive. Like Giannis has spacey. Steph Curry, they have an office where he's moving around and 
trading shots with others than himself. And it's just like there has to be some sort of way to make it easier for yeah. your star. No offense standing around is good. No. It's just not. Yeah. Unless you're Giannis. You, he could spread him out with good. shooters and get to the rim. I would still rather have some type of motion in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was one of your dislikes, and I piggybacked off that. Um, so I'll give another one of my dislikes. It's the Bulls. I'll give Homer. you a bag. Um, I might have to take my shoes off. This. Bro, for the past <laughs> couple of days, I've been hearing KB talk about Zach Levine trades. He's just been drawing them up. I'm done. I mean, I had said a few weeks ago they should just shut up, up, Derek. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I was, and he I was, said it a few weeks ago. What I did, did he say? I said, Remember, we got on him because he was like, "Man, the Bulls, they just they we we brought up their freaking uh, sheep and the wolves mask or something, and they had yeah. a, a ceiling or whatever." Somebody tweeted at me um, that they were gonna make a D Mills was right video compilation. <laughs> And this was gonna be on. Yeah, the Paul George. Don't put that Paul George. It's, it's, it's hella moments, Demons. You get in your bag, George. and we be on your ass. But I think it makes for content, so I'm gonna keep doing it. Um, <laughs> it's also because he says stuff that is a little wild. He so it's hard to give you the benefit of doubt. Derek, Derek, believe it or not, y'all, Derek is a great basketball mind. It's just wrapped in a. Portland Trailblazer jersey, so we don't respect it. I think <laughs> I think there is no. De- you know who Derek is, bro? Who's that? He's Karis LeVert. He's 40 <laughs> or 4. <laughs> I can see that. You're 40 or 4. You're either extremely right or extremely wrong. There is, like, no <laughs> middle ground. Hey, when you hit, though, you hitting. For sure. <laughs> oh, facts. For sure. That Sometimes was, I say things prematurely, and then they age well. They definitely. That's, that's, that's the thing. Sometimes That's you, a cop-out. What? Man, I, I knew Laurie was going to be... And then, oh, oh no, no, see, I told y'all, I told y'all. <laughs> um, the Bulls, man. The goddamn Bulls. It, it's just nothing there, bro. I, I just don't see, I never saw the full potential of this roster. It's nothing though. <laughs> I, I just didn't see the full potential. I saw it last year. I've seen you get a, quite excited about this team. You want to tell him that to bro, Camille last know. week. This is what I be getting mad when he be like, we, we, when he talk about the Bulls. Because now, now it's this. He talking about, man, I knew it. No, you bro. were shown on that on that flow like this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would I was there too, based off you. <laughs> no, it's just not a lot to say. Um, just a directionless team um, as of right now, and they dug themselves a hole with a few trades. Uh, and they're not f- at the. Wasn't it just one trade? It was just a Vultures trade, right? And the DeMar DeRozan trade, we got oh, an extra pick, too. Larry Markkinen. I forgot we had trade for DeRozan. Larry Markkinen. Because Derek Jones Jr. barely plays. No. Um, the fr- the front office has a Troy lot. Troy Brown Jr. Stop. <laughs> he can open shit. Ryan Archer, Dean Agnos. <laughs> he over with us with the Knicks. Cool. Sometimes you just need a good guy in the locker room. Just knows how to play the game the right way. Practice hard, gritty. <laughs> bro, you know there's people that's like, bro, what is that joke? They knows how to play the game right. They they just don't know. Don't what explain about. it. Yeah, don't okay explain, explain it. it. Um, it's funny. I hear it now, all the time. <laughs> Plays the game the right way. Yeah, I, I just hear it all the time. They now. said that they didn't say that, but they said it about Austin Reeves yesterday. He's, he's just, he knows he understands the game. <laughs> <laughs> and when you understand the game, it makes it easy. <laughs> Sneaky athleticism. Um, they're just not, at the end of the day, they're not fun. And I was okay with saying fuck the future for fun. It's just not fun right now. The Rosen spazzed yesterday, and it was just a losing effort. 
And it's like even his game, like it's it's fun to watch, but it's like there's a ceiling to it. And it's if y'all would have hit free throws, y'all would have won the game. Yeah. You know what though? Billy's decision. He get one I gotta lay with. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what's the worst thing about that? So Zach Levine had his worst shooting night of his career, not mm-hmm. of the season of time he's been with the Bulls, of his career last night. And it was his first his son's first game. It was his son's first really? Bulls game. And he put up a stinker. The good thing is that his son is like three months old, so he'll never, he'll remember, never it. remember it. But I'm sure that was a little added that story, though. Because I don't think he knew that his son was going to be there. Because if you watch the video, he, like, looks around. He sees his wife. And he's like, oh. And then, you know. Oh, wow. And I know I know that pressure to perform when your kids are watching. I know that too well. I think it's kind of crazy that, like, he performed that bad. And he seemed like he had an issue with him being benched. Like, he, it was kind of warranted. Instead of being like, hey, man, uh, I'm going to come out and hoop. I'm going to be better next game. Mm-hmm. It's just, hey, Billy Donovan got to sit with him. He that. was objective. I don't know how. I'm sure he's going to watch footage. And he's going to say, I was hurting the team. At least I hope, because he was hurting the team. He said, he even if he out there, he could still be himself. He could still be Zach Levine. I, the only reason Chicago I can see that is just because, like, as a closer and your your guy, you still want him to take that shot or, like, be in those positions. But you hurting the team. You hurting the team, bro. He's not our closer, You got to try to win games. He's, he's not, not the DeRozan. 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 DeRozan's Blame been our closer knee. for a year. Zach Levine. Blame I, I am blaming the knee because he's averaging 20 points per game on, his, on the worst defense of his career. I'm blaming the knee. But it's like, how long can we blame the knee? He going to blame the knee to try to send me a trade offer to the Knicks for four <laughs> first-round picks. <laughs> <laughs> I know we've been stupid before, but come on hey, now. Y'all need some shooting. I saw RJ. They said he had missed 16 straight three-pointers yesterday. I'm like, yeah. He so y'all want, y'all want him in return? Absolutely. Absolutely not. The trade I sent you did not have RJ Barrett. What was it again? It was um, I don't remember. Let me Evan let me check. Fournier? RJ Barrett said that's the easy I think money. It was, uh, uh, Evan Fournier, Derek Bro, Rose, I was in and the like four picks. About the trade for it was one RJ more person. Let me see. Quickly, top, top. Oh, we did. I did though quickly, quickly in that one. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, but yeah, I'm drawing up fake uh, Bulls trades. Uh, just because I need that. That's how I cope. That's how I'm coping we'll with things. We'll take Zach for two picks, not four. Four is Lakers. Oh, you only got two picks. You can't ma- that. You can match that, but it ain't gonna be no better. Uh, yeah. I'm but like, the thing is, they're not uh, gonna they're not gonna do anything. Um, I would be extremely surprised if the Bulls put off any significant trades this season. Because what's the most valuable asset? Now? Nothing. Nothing. No trade comes to fix y'all. So I don't no. think they should. Yeah. Unless you break no, it I, up. I think the opposite is this is what I think is gonna happen. The Bulls know that we don't have that first round pick unless it's top four protected. They're going to make a trade to buy more for the now. They're going to trade that Portland Trailblazer pick, plus Kobe White, plus whatever, to go get somebody to help now, and then it's not actually going to help now. Kobe White going to turn up on another team. Kobe White White, damn, they got a DMP yesterday. (laughs) Same with Patrick. Patrick going to get traded and have a resurgence like Lars. It's the Bulls way. Yeah. Wouldn't have any other way. Bulls don't know how to develop, man. They actually don't. That's like a – that's – I don't know if you're saying that as like a meme. No, or me a and joke. my dad literally just had a full blown conversation. The Bulls don't about develop yesterday. talent. Besides a Thibodeau stretch, where like they developed Joe Kim, Jimmy, Taj, but like Derrick Rose, all of them he would walk now. He would have developed himself. Yeah. Michael Jordan would have developed himself. But you know, yeah, and I also feel like Lou All was a good development. Yeah. Also, that was also the, it was just a lot of opportunity for those guys too. Wasn't really much competition for minutes. Jimmy was probably the only guy that really had to go out and really show his ass and show that I deserve minutes. Patrick Williams doesn't play hard. 
Go no. dive on the floor. Go get a fucking loose ball, kid. Those are the things the Bulls were supposed to figure out about him during the draft process. <laughs> <laughs> they were supposed to figure they out jumped on the bandwagon. if he was willing to eat cooked chicken or uncooked chicken. He said oh, jump oh. on the bandwagon. They jumped up to get him. Yeah. He was supposed to fall like 7-8. I was hey. a Nick fan looking forward to hey. him. And y'all snatched him. I talked I talk to some people in that draft. It was damn near far far gone conclusion that number four they was going to take Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton. Even he thought he was going to the Bulls. I'm Even bragging. he thought he was going to the Bulls. I bet he glad he didn't. I bet he glad he didn't too. Boy would be I, on the, I don't know if things would have been a lot worse than boy, what he dealt with in Sacramento. Boy would be in a bench right now talking about some man. Me and Kobe just can't. <laughs> <laughs> me and Kobe just can't figure it out, man. <laughs> we just can't figure it out. Um, That's enough boy talk. My next life. said Levine for John Collins. Jesus Christ. Trade DeJounte. Give us Anyeka Kogwu and DeAndre Hunter. All right. So, my like is called The Mid Range Shot is Still Alive. Mm. Shout out to Cleaning the Glass. These are from yesterday morning, by the way. These could have changed because of games last night. But um, this is shots outside of 14 feet, which Cleaning the Glass considers long mid range because you have floaters and things that's closer to the basket that are also considered mid-ranges. These are mid-range shots that are outside of 14 feet, which is the free throw line extended out and then inside the three-point line. So it's real, real, real mid-range shots. Listen to some of these numbers. Mm -hmm. D'Angelo Russell. He's attempted 34. He's made 17, mm. 50%. He ain't hitting no other shot. Bam Adebayo. Attempted 26, made 13, 50%. DeAndre Hunter, 21 out of 48, 51%. Uh, Halliburton, 23 attempted, made 12, 52%. DeJounte, 69 attempts, made 37, nice. 54%. Jamal Murray, 28 out of 52, 40, uh, 40, uh, 54%. Bradley Beal, 19 out of 35, 54%. <laughs> sorry, the comments is crazy. We said P reading his scripture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it do look like you read the Bible. <laughs> it does. It's my, little, it's my NBA Bible. Kyrie, 12 out of 22, 55. DeMar, this motherfucker, 113 <laughs> attempts. He's made 62, 55%. Joel, 26 out of 46, 57. Marcus Moore, 17 out of 30, 57%. Vassell, 22 out of 38, 58%. Jalen Brown, 22 out of 38, 58%. Steph, 27 attempts, made 16, 59%. Cat. 21 attempts, 13 makes 62%. Kelly Oubre, 13 out of 18 at 72% from the mid-range. And Nikola Jokic, 9 out of 10 at 90%. Again, these are shots outside of 14 feet, but less than a three-point line. These are actual jump shots. No floaters, no hooks for big mans and touch shots. These are standing or moving jump shots legitimate. And those are not... Besides DeMar DeRozan and DeJounte, these aren't household mid-range shots. Or Joel Embiid. You know, D'Lo, I don't think y'all expected to be on here. I don't think y'all expected Devin Vassell, Cali Oubre to be shooting as well as he is. Um, then you got guys like KD and De'Aaron Fox who are not on this list. Um, because I named guys who are 50% and above. KD is at 47% and Fox is at 45%. But it's a lot of guys shooting that mid-range shot very yeah, effectively. I, I ain't had no deep book. Amen. DeJounte. Paul George. Did you say Paul George? Okay. No, no, no. Oh. 
these are guys who are fit. Paul George may be shooting 46%. Yeah. That's perfectly well. But these are guys who are shooting it at an elite level. Um, and they had a lot of attempts. The worst mid-range. I'm sorry. I just got a notification that threw, my, <laughs> threw my head off. Was the worst? I think it was KCP. KCP's was god-awful. Makes sense. Yeah, why, what are you doing? Get your feet behind the line, kid. <laughs> um, yeah, no, the, there's a lot of variety in scoring right now. If you look I at the top, let me, let me look at the top, I think it's what, nine players still averaging 30-plus per game. All of them get it done different ways. Every single one of them. Luka Doncic, Joel Embiid, Steph Curry, Donovan Mitchell, Shea, and Kevin Durant, out of, and Jason Tatum out of seven people averaging 30, and every single one of them have unique way of scoring basketball, like, if you just want, if you want diversity, you got it in the NBA right now. Yeah, I love the mid range shot just because the three point shot is so good. But I just see so many people running to it, and I'm I was just like the game of basketball was taught to me to just take what the defense give you, and a lot of people don't do that. They run to that three point line, <laughs> and it's like, no, we must get a three, we must. But it's like, man, De'Aaron Fox be living in that mid-range, and he's won some games Mm -hmm. this year just by just going into his comfort zone and just taking that shot. And it's such a big, it's such a big gapper where like the three-point shot is going to get guarded when you get to the rim, it's going to be heavily guarded. But that little in between, especially when defenses fear you like De'Aaron Fox of getting to the rim, Mm -hmm. there's they're going to give you that cushion. So you got to knock down that shot. That's kind of what people was just asking Ben Simmons to do. Just take that shot. People are going to give it to you. And then that opens up so much more for you. You can just shoot a 15-footer. I think that's why Steph is unguardable right now. He shoots yeah. 69% from the mid-range nice. because if you guard him at the, you know, you're going to guard him once he passes half court. He's getting to the rim. He's, you know, not afraid to attack into the free throw line. But shit, if you giving him space as a big off the screen coming down because you're scared he's going to blow by you. But if you take a step back and drop – to just meet him at the rim, he can take the mid-range. Yeah. So I just, I just I just love the mid-range shot, man. I love it. Another guy we ain't mentioned is Siakam. Siakam has a very good mid-range game. He, he was in there. Oh, you did? Yeah, I heard oh, his I name. Did. Oh, my Who? God. Siakam. Siakam. No, Siakam wasn't. Are you sure? I didn't name off Siakam. Oh, you know what? Now. You said Bam. Yeah, I oh. said Bam. That was who I But was again, Siakam may be shooting good. He just may not be yeah. shooting 50%. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. Oh, you know what? Siakam may be thriving. Oh, my God. <laughs> He just panicked right, right there. You saw his panic? <laughs> what was you watching? Oh, man. Yeah, I, I was looking at the stats from a game. Just be lucky. It wasn't the other stuff you was watching yeah. when we, before we did the show. But um, <laughs> Before I did the show, that's even wild. <laughs> <laughs> but Siaka may be a short mid-ranger. Oh. Because he yeah. does a spin move float. Yeah, the floater. <laughs> spin move still unguardable. I think you do Get well soon, Pascal. A dislike. Please, yeah, he's on my like, fantasy team. I tr- I tried to give you a trade for him. Yeah, I'm trying to get Devin Vassell, and you just won't respond. He, oh, you, pick a side. Was in the, we was all in the DMs. I kept he responded to everybody, and I'm just right there in the conversation. Hey, what do you want for Devin Vassell? Now he about to try to look at your <laughs> team now. Nah, nah. Hey, I sent Joe Joe Joe. Which who the the most talkative one? Yes. Joel. Joel. I sent Joel a trade yesterday, right? Or I think I told you about this trade. No, I was talking to Derek. He was Derek. talking to me about it. Bro, okay, so I sent him Trey Young, Lowry, and Bo Bo, right? Okay. For Ja, Zion, and Cat. Now, I knew he wasn't going to accept it, but it was about foot in the dough mentality. Get him to start thinking, like, instead of Cat, I'll give you a click Boom, we got a deal. Ja, I, what did I say? I said, I'm afraid to trade for Ja because I know as soon as I trade for him, he's going to get injured. Hurt his ankle yesterday. And Laurie had damn near 40, and Bobo had a double-double with, like, 20 points. Like, <laughs> if he was watching those games, 
He should have accepted that trade on the spot. Yeah. But he didn't. And I, I, re- I relinquished my trade away, so he can't even accept it now. Look at you, smart man. But still, I'm interested. Are you still – Are you? what is your record? Is his team one and four don't, as well? Don't, don't, he's on, I think he hasn't won a game. No, I think he he's won a game. No, he's won a four. Riv hasn't won a game. Oh, Riv hasn't won I a, haven't yeah. won a game. Yeah. Riv yeah. hasn't won yeah. a game, and there's two teams that have won four, I think. He is one and four. I am also one and four. But um, I'm, I'm winning this week by a good margin. What is – I'm beating a three and one team. I'm kicking his ass. Yeah, who, whoever <laughs> I'm going against is undefeated. Drew, I'm pretty I'm sure. I'm Drew. I'm just I'm just knocking him out of the park. KB would have beat me, but then Joel and B went head for his hundred points. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like when he had like fifty nine. Yeah, yeah. I, I should be two and two on the season, but Joel and B is a monster. I'm going against right now uh, Luke from um, the Six Man Show, and I'm up by a good margin with two days left. So someone said, "How's your fantasy football teams looking?" Great. I'm. I'm. I started out very, very slow, but I'm been on a winning streak. I've won like the last. Three I started weeks. out very strong, and, and I beat you, and I beat you, and y'all was the two top dogs, and that told me my season was getting flipped around. And now I'm looking at who I'm playing with for the next like five weeks. I got John and Caleb, Kyron. No they, yeah, they're not even changing the lineup, so I'm good. I might win the fantasy football league. I too. got three people in the IR right now: Coop, Keegan Allen, and Kyler Murray. So Keegan, yes, yeah, I know your your team sucks. I'll fumble Keegan? the bag, bro. Yeah. Keegan, KB? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't, didn't your bench outscore his team? Yeah. Keegan, though? <laughs> Keegan? You mean Keenan? Oh. What a, oh. <laughs> you talking about Keegan Allen? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you let you know I ain't watched no football since week three. <laughs> bro, I really fumbled. Clyde there was hilarious. I should have traded him when he was really hot. When he was one of the best running the best thing, the, the best thing you could do in fantasy is sell high. I thought that he that he was going to stay high. I didn't, um, I didn't think there was a chance of him falling off. That's what I'm saying. Bow Bowl is on the block, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Derry, give us something. I hate when they do this. But I'm going to win this. Well, go ahead, Derry. Uh, for me, it's DeAndre Ayton as a dislike. Mm. Um, so here's my thing. Um, the lack of aggression sometimes really bothers me. I saw him last night get offensive rebound. And he kicked it out? No, he fucking took a leaning two-hand post shot. I don't like... This is why he shoots under two free throws a game. The man goes away from contact. He doesn't want to be fouled. And it's just like, why? How how are you a center who posts up as much as he does and you only shoot 1.7 free throw attempts? I think that's actual, that's abysmal. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's been that way for his entire career. So. Wait, that's your new word, abysmal. One of the, one of the, uh, <laughs> the biggest criticisms about his game. And and Suns, Twitter, are they're not happy either. No. With DeAndre Aiden. He's definitely having a down year compared to a guy who just got paid max money, like, but they gave it to him. Because they didn't want to give him that money. He didn't want to they accept didn't. that money. So it's yeah. like, damn, the sons were right. They should have let him go. Well, he didn't want to be there. Even the moment he signed that deal, like a week later, he was in there just would like. You, would you trade for him? No. He's, to me, I said, I said last I episode, seen, I literally think he's an A-talent student. But he just, as long as he's not failing and getting mm-hmm. an F, he's fine. I seen one for, it was the Hawks. It was a trade with the Hawks. It was Clint Capella. And John Collins for Aiden and Jed Crowder. I just think it's probably just he doesn't want to be there. It's not bad. If if you're asking me. I think he has the dog mentality. It's just I, mentally, nah. he probably he doesn't want to be there. He, what has he done? The to reason make you I think said, he got the dog the mentality. I said, did he the, kick it out? The yeah, run that he had. Yeah, the NBA the the stretch to get them to the NBA finals. He acted irregular. He could do that shit damn near every game if <laughs> he, he wanted. He could. He doesn't because yeah. he doesn't have a dog mentality. Bro. He had like five, and then like you can't be mad at it too because he got an offensive rebound. He kicked out, and they was hitting threes, and they ended up losing the game. But they, I think they was down early against the Jazz too, wasn't they? 
Regardless, they started working their way back. He had like five shots he could probably took at the rim. He just kicking it back out, kicking it back out. It was a point in time, like early in the first half, it's like Cameron Payne has more shots than you, bro. Yeah, he just needs to impose his will. He just doesn't. It's just it's kind of frustrating to watch a lot of times. Can time. he find his way to Indiana? The I would team love that it. offered him the offer shoot. I if I'm Indiana, him, I don't want I don't want him no more. Not on that contract. I don't want him no more. Yeah. I got Jalen Smith. I got Jalen Smith is a four. I also have a uh, yeah, he's a four. I jacks don't really be on nothing. Oh, I was thinking Miles Turner ends up in, in just get Phoenix. just 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 extend Miles Turner for twenty million. I'd rather do that and just live with the idea that we will be in a lottery. Well, we maybe could get Vic. Like I'm cool. They damn good right now. They are, what but are I feel like they, six or they're one like of the teams I think could for sure. For but sure. uh, yeah, at this point I'd rather just keep Turner. Turner ain't no dinosaur. He's only what twenty six. Yeah, you know he's a year older than Chris Dorte. Somebody telling us Kate is out indefinitely. We already talked about that. <laughs> oh, and that account is Kate Cunningham. Personally, he breaking the news. So shit. Um, okay, I'll bring out something since we ordered. Doesn't matter. Um, something I really like: Sacramento Kings offense. Five game win streak, the longest win streak of De'Aaron Fox's career, ladies That's and gentlemen. That's happy. They are they are number two offense in all the basketball, but during this win streak, I think they are number one. They were very close to them in the Boston Celtics, um, and it's I love it because it's during the break because you know you got De'Aaron Fox, but more specifically, that half court offense is insane. Mm-hmm. It's it's people cutting hard, Sabonis in the high post. It's screen after screen after screen. Even the people that aren't a part of the the actual first read if you want to call it that are also moving to make themselves seem like it it's just beautiful basketball like legitimately they're one of the most aesthetically pleasing offensive teams in basketball i i think it's just like they did a really good job building a roster this like you know during the offseason i think kevin hurt has been huge for them yep picking up malik monk off the off him having a great year with the lakers was super big keegan murray i feel like kevin Herter and keegan murray are part of those reasons why like they move so well just because mm-hmm. they know how to get open without dribble 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 and all that type of stuff but another one of the reasons why I like the offense, too, is just because, like, their pace. Obviously, De'Aaron Fox, but Sabonis gets it and goes. Keegan Murray will get it and go. Mm-hmm. You know, they have multiple people that would do that. And Kevin Durant said himself, they have, like, 12 people on their roster that would be playing rotational minutes other places. So, like, you might get a Terrence Davis game. Or you might get a Malik Monk game. You can get Tra- a Trey Lyle There game. was a Davion a Mitchell. A Tamezi Metu game. Shout out to Mezzi. The game De'Aaron Fox went down. Davion Mitchell stepped in. I think they won that game. Yeah. And yeah. luckily for them, Harrison Barnes has stepped it up and he started has. playing well lately. So yep. I'm actually not surprised. I gave the Sacramento Kings team they flowers the entire offseason because they didn't make splashy or noisy moves, but I liked everything they did. I've said I said it a thousand times in the offseason that they impressed me. I said it a thousand times on Twitter. I couldn't confirm how great they're gonna be as the season continues to go on. But the Kevin Herter pickup I kept talking about. Mm-hmm. I do not understand. How this dude hype real says Kevin Herter just plays the game the right way. He does. He really does. <laughs> he, does. he does. Though. He does. Uh, and he's playing a lot better than I thought he would. I just thought he was gonna be a good match for De'Aaron Fox, but him to be shooting fifty percent from the field and three is crazy. And Prize Picks need to put his threes up because he's gonna take he's gonna eight of them. Him. So uh, he's, gonna he, do yeah, it. he's gonna hit it. Um, so yeah, I'm happy with them. But if I'm just being honest. I'm not surprised because I think that their route is the way to go. And I think this ties into my next one as well. So I might as well go because. Get it, get it done. Get it done. Uh, shout, out to, shout out to Mike Brown, man. Shout out to Mike Brown. N- a notorious defensive coach. This year he's an offensive coach. One of my um, 
too many. Oh, they call what? them Kavan Herder. Kavan Herder. That's crazy. Super teams are dying is one of my likes. You know, the Lakers haven't had the really good success. Brooklyn Nets haven't had the greatest success. And um, I just think that they're showing that the way that the, the Kings we just talked about, that's that's the way to me, man. I think just not, not, not necessarily always trying to have the biggest splash, going out to get the biggest name or the biggest fish on the market is the best route to go and really trying to find fit and guys who are going to, you know, blend in well and mesh together versus like, oh, we got LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russ. We're we going to figure out how it's going to work later. Uh, you know, <laughs> if we finna get Kyrie, uh, Katie, and Simmons, we, we'll figure out the rest later. We're just going to get Steve Nash, that name, as the coach. It's like when you look around the league, some of the best teams are just fitted so great in jail so well. The Bucks were has been a great example. Um, I think the, the Suns are a few pieces away from just being a good example. You know, I, I think that's the way to go is to, to legitimately look at your roster and figure out who fits instead of just trying to accumulate a bunch of all-stars and throw them together. Now, obviously, like I said in my video, I think D. Mills is there when I was doing it on um, stream. If you can get KD, Steph, and Giannis, of you course do you're going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the, what we've seen of these latest super teams – they have not been successful. The names have to match, and they have to fit. It can't just be a bunch of names just thrown into a pot, and you expect it to come out with this great recipe of success. It's just not going to work. The, as a fan viewing the game, is a league like right now better versus a league where you do have a super team? Like and the, the only reason I, the only reason I ask is because I do have a do have like fond memories of rooting against super teams. Yeah, where like when they fail, it was fucking amazing. When the Spurs beat the Heat, you know how when when the Mavericks beat the Heat, you know how happy I was. No, that you was fun. But it, when the Bulls ended that twenty six game win streak, that was fun. That was amazing day on Facebook. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> so I I don't know. I I can see somebody saying I like a world where maybe there is a super team that we can root against if you want to say that. Or right now, or like we mentioned, parody is a real thing right now. So which one would? You, Y'all, I like the way the league is right now. I think we had no choice, and by design, you're going to root against the juggernaut. That's just like watching a movie where there's a hero and a villain. Mm-hmm. It, just, it just forces you to pick a side and, and be whichever way. But when there's parody and you don't have anybody to, to lean on or you're watching a movie where you don't know who to root for and it's, it's just a good overall movie, that I think that's the best. we just seeing good high-level basketball, and that's all you can ask for. Some of those teams – were just that they were just juggernaut teams versus now like you just said you're watching actions where the first read is not even designed for these people but they're playing legitimate basketball and making themselves a part of of something that doesn't even reward them yeah that's not it's not very rare and you have also coaching it's just every facet of basketball is implemented and brought into a high level when it's more parity because you don't have a three-headed monster that can just escape through all type of bullshit. When you have three guys who are just so good, you really don't have anything to, you know what I mean? Like you can always get a get out of jail free card, but yeah. when you have a legitimate team, you know, your defensive anchor has to be a defensive anchor. Your, your closer, he has to be clutch. Whether he's having a sh- great shooting game or not, when a fourth quarter comes, he has to step it up. Your point guard has to facilitate and get y'all organized. That was one of the best things about the, uh, the Celtics-Warriors um, series last year where, like, it was just two kind of complete teams. 
with their own systems and things that they relied on going back and forth. You got the Celtics, who were a defensive juggernaut the whole season. You got the Warriors, who's been a historical offensive system, and they're just going at it. And you got Clay. I mean, you have Steph having to step up. You got, you know, uh, Robert Williams being hurt. And it's just so it's just so much. I, I, I like it like that a lot. But even though the Jazz, the five-out offense and what they doing – I don't take them too serious to win a championship or nothing, yeah. but that's just a good brand of. This is why college, the March Madness is so good because it's just so many. You got teams that's pressing, teams that's five and out, teams that's zoning like Syracuse. You got certain teams that have five star freshmen and they get their ass upset by a four year team who's knows all about experience. It's just it, in remember every flavor. When uh. Sports Nation put out that tweet. What team will win? I guess Kentucky. That Kentucky team with the 1996 <laughs> Bulls. It was like Carthony Towns. Star. Wait, wait. Was, they played was, together. Um, and then the Harrison Twins. Yes. Versus Michael Jordan and Scottie <laughs> Pippen. <laughs> and they never deleted that tweet, so shout out to them. Because <laughs> I've seen some ESPN deleted a tweet yesterday. Um, when it was like, imagine if these stars played in the World Cup and it had Le- oh. like LeBron with a football jersey on with Odell Beckham is like oh, yeah. what are you doing we actually have real football players or soccer players they're gonna call it that are good why are we trying to force LeBron to, to play <laughs> in the World Cup that would be a terrible f- soccer game I can guarantee USA that. I think I don't know we well, guess we'll see uh, I'm young a, team I'm piggyback off what people saying about like the Jazz and how they play all free and everything there's another team out east I feel like could be that same way I don't want to see Bradley Bill on the Wizards no more. Oh, damn. Okay. I you thought, we was, going a different I thought way. she was going a different way. But talk to me. But I, I just feel like they just need to move on from that era. They had to give him the money because. They didn't, though. They I, didn't. I, I'm team they didn't have to. I would rather lose him for nothing if than pay him to, $250 million. And a no trick They shouldn't have been. Because <laughs> I, I just feel like their team just plays better and more complete when he's not there. And it's Bradley Bill, so he's going to get his points. But I don't know. They just play free. I like when it's like. It could be Chris Stops. It could be Kuzma. It could be. It's just they have that type of ability. It's just when Bradley Bill's on the court, they don't feel like that. I think I was looking at the list too. They beat team. They beat the Mavericks, the Grizzlies, and the Jazz. The Jazz too, without Bradley Bill and team. Mm-hmm. For me, I love the parody just because, like, when you look at the I think standings, John Morant didn't play in that game. You don't really know they who's. You don't. You don't really know who's winning. Like right now, it just seems like it's an open. It's like open to everybody, and everybody can go out here and win. And it seems like on a night in, night out basis, everybody got to come out and show their best speed card. Like, you got to go out there and hoop. And if you don't, you can get your ass bust. And now you went from the two seed to the damn eighth seed in one night. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's really how the league is going right now. And I love that. So, you, you want that um, end season tournament then? No. Oh. No. It sounds like y'all were talking about end season tournament. No. The no. end season tournament doesn't even determine standings, right? No. No, yeah, so that's why I was just – I don't even really care for the end-season tournament. Until it happens, you're going to be like, damn, that shit was fun. <laughs> <laughs> some fun Every time there's basketball, it's going to have some fun moments. Yeah. Definitely true. Agree. Especially because you're probably not going to get the best version of it. You know, it's going to be some CNN moments that come from it. CNN moments. Just like news. more oh, non-basketball <laughs> related yeah. drama. Oh, related. oh TMZ. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When you said I was thinking CNN, I thought politics. politics. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what's Obama doing at the game? <laughs> <laughs> I could throw out a like for us. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, Shea Gilders, Shea Gilders Alexander really solidifying himself as like a cornerstone franchise player. Hmm. Like we knew he was good, but when you look at him now, it's just like he's showing that he's a guy that you could really build around. See the best like, shooting guard in basketball. The best shooting guard in basketball. Him a D book. 
Yeah, it's him debooking Donovan. But, ah, oh, shit, that's tough. That's actually, At this very moment at, at this, today. It is him. But I think overall it's probably still Devin Booker. We'll see. If Shea almost can, had 50 yesterday. He if, really did, if, yeah. if, if Shea continues his up throughout the whole dumb. year, then, yeah, then Shea takes it. But for right now it's D-Book. Okay. Uh, but, no, I, I respect it. I mean, Shea's been amazing. And I think he's probably he's the MIP most improved player. Is he? No, he should not be. <sighs> I'd be thinking it's so crazy. He I, I just think there's a world where he probably does. He's with, with the Clippers. It is a world where he probably does get it. I only said that because Hyper Real said it. He's he had to ask I saw the question. He shouldn't. He I'm not saying he can, but I don't think he should. I don't know. It's r- it's rough to say right now. What was should his averages have, last? Should year? we have like 24? a first team like first team and second team like all MIP? No. We can no. do it for fun, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. as far oh, as like, like actual reward, oh. actual no, no, no. I mean, it only goes to like if if it be every year. There's so many players that do have that type of see, stuff that, that it see only goes his to comment. One, to he one said, "Ball, ball, yeah, yeah that's like a ball, ball keeps up his shit. That's that's, that's like, MIP, yeah. But we can even do first team, second team, most improved. Kay Cunningham, Devin Vassell, Tyrese Halliburton, I mean, yeah, like yeah, yeah, Larry Markkinen." Oh yeah, I kind of Laurie forgot the dude that went fourteen to twenty five <laughs> points per. Larry Markin closing out games and I stuff. Yeah, forty yesterday. Who's my championship Don't give him four. You got it. You got to put the extra work in and put get that round. I number. think Clippers Bucks. Um, I could. I throw out another like. I think this is my last one. Um, the Celtics offense. Um, fifty five percent of the Celtics shots are completely wi- wide open because they are screening everything. And nobody's above being put as a screen man. I've seen Peyton Pritchard set the screen. I've seen Marcus Smart, who's a damn good screen setter. They're, they're moving, and they score. And a lot of people are talking about their defense or whatever, whatever. They have one of the best fourth-quarter defenses in basketball, which is where it matters the most, mm-hmm. and they clamp up. They win games. Jason Tatum might be the goddamn MVP through the first month of basketball. So shout-out to the Seas. Yeah, that was one. Jason Tatum's defense has been elite. But that was one of the things I uh, learned – like I liked early on in the season, just like they seem like they're just moving the ball a lot better and just getting easier shots for themselves. And they have crazy depth. Sam yeah. Hauser, Luke Cornett has been good. Peyton Pritchard <laughs> came in the game and took the ball away from DeAndre, DeAndre Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but while we're talking about, bro, Dwight Howard needs to be in the damn. Why is Dwight Howard in the league? But not? Just I think to him he's in the, the perfect show. spot. He is. There's a damn team that could use his Who? ass. I, but not the way he wants to be used. He put up 38 and 25 and 25. took 10 threes. Wasn't he the one Where that came is he out doing and said, like, he's sad as hell he didn't get another contract? No, for like, sure. I know he wanted to. He yeah. wanted is to. That was a dislike for you? No. No, he's just talking. I was just talking. Um, that ties into one of mine, though. I think the NBA don't have enough vets. Mm. Oh. That was, it's, it's, it's not enough vets in the league right now. And I have sla- not enough vets slash mellow Dwight question mark. <laughs> that was similar to the question I had to ask Jamal Crawford. When I asked him. Why don't teams building teams prioritize having vets on their roster to help develop young talent? Do you remember what his, I don't remember what his answer was? He said was. that um, it's more so like they don't want um, the vets in there to teach. He said something along the lines that he don't want the vets in there to teach them a, a, like all the knowledge or some shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So the team, the team's owners and stuff want the kids to still be naive to yeah. the business that is the NBA. Yes. Okay. I'm looking at the Houston Rockets right now. Yeah, they like have no – Eric Gordon, Gordon is a vet, but he's obviously disconnected. But <laughs> even then, about. it's like uh, 
Uh, for the Pacers, is it Miles Turner? Oh, I, they were saying he's the longest tenure. Mm-hmm. I don't and know he's if he's old. Is he he's even a vet? He's learning. He's, he's still learning. Mm-hmm. Garrison Matthews. 26 years old. But at least it's not like with the Pacers, they might not. Be, they might be the youngest in basketball, one of them. But it ain't like they got a bunch of bad basketball being played like the Rockets at times. Outside of Eric Gordon and Boban, who don't play, yeah, their vets are Bruno Fernando and, like, Kevin Porter Jr. Shout out to basketball enjoyer Bruno Fernando. That's not – you know what I mean? Like – Vets are important. Jamal Crawford spoke highly of how vets is. I've seen Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson talk about they vets. Yeah. Uh, I was reading Grant Hill book. He talked about vets in college, Christian Leitner being a vet for him in college, and then even in the NBA having Joe Dumars, Jerry Stackhouse-type vets, watching guys prepare, how they work, um, how they sacrifice. Oh, I'm not going to dinner this night, or we are going to go to dinner, but y'all can miss me with the club. You know what I mean? It ain't enough. That stay ready mentality. It's probably so many players that's like, damn, why am I not getting the minutes? But yeah, when they or finally come, when they finally do come, you ain't on shit. Like, yeah. And then it's also the ins and outs of the business. And I understand teams may not want them to learn it, but that's stupid. They gonna learn it one way or another. <laughs> if it ain't learning from a vet, you know, all of these sports agencies who represent all these players are like all representing each other. So you think Clutch ain't telling they rookie player? what they know based off dealing with LeBron for 20 years. <laughs> so, But it's just like, and then we have an entire G League. So then there's no excuse because you can put your young talent there if you want to. So I, I just don't know. But I, vets are needed in the game. You cannot wash vets away. And I don't want to sit here and sound like an old head, but it's important for young teams to know he, how to prepare. Here's some vets on young teams. Don, oh, young teams. Okay. Young teams. Chris Paul. Sons are still a young team at the core. And you can you can see his impact of being on that team from the few years you've been there. Al Horford, the Boston Celtics it. are still a young yes. team. Um do do uh Garrett Temple. Yeah. Garrett Temple of the Pelicans. Bogdanovich for the, the Pistons. The one thing I would say about Garrett Temple, unlike Chris Paul and Al Horford, he ain't play, he don't play. Mm-hmm. That's all. James Johnson also doesn't play, but he's a part of the Pacers, young team. And that's kind of it. Well, you got Bogdanovich with the Pistons. Yes. Yeah. But no, I, those are great. Those are great vets. Those are great. Vets. Every vet won't be able to be a guy that's going to play 30 minutes like Chris Paul. But those are good oh, vets. Ricky Rubio is a great example. He's only 32, but he's been around the league for what seemed like forever. Um, and he's got some Corey young guards Joseph over there. Corey Joseph is on the Pistons as well. Oh, Jeff yeah. Green. This said Corey Joseph, sadly. God uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the 3 3 not messing with uh, – Said Pete Georgia. turning 30, he is old. I'm far from 30, motherfucker. Relax. <laughs> I got some years before I get to 30. Um, that was all my likes and dislikes. I like that we ended up having some of the same. So I think that was really cool. Anybody got other stuff? I think I have one more. Because I got like, one more got one small more segment that we can do. Where did my notes go? I'm going to go my oh. last one while he's looking. Too many rumors, not enough action. There's been mm. too many rumors this, this season. John Collins. John Collins, Jay Crowder, Kyrie. Yeah, it's just too many. The the the, bull, the, the Knicks, Derrick Rose, and Emmanuel Quickly have been discussed. And Make a move. Isn't okay? Kyrie supposed to play tomorrow? Who? Kyrie's supposed to play tomorrow. Yes, he yeah, is. We, we talked about that at the beginning of the episode, d No, we didn't. He literally said it. Oh. And you, talk, you said, yeah, they're going to play the Blazers. And he said, they playing the Blazers again. Oh. My bad. You don't remember? Yeah, that? I do remember okay. that now. My okay. bad. My bad. Okay. Shout out to Yuta, man. Shout out to Yuta. Huge game the other night. Been great this season. My last on the minimum is Anthony Davis only missed one game so far this season. That's a good like. What did he say? I'm sorry. Anthony Davis only missed one game so back far. Back to this back season. 38 pieces. He he, he, he came through for me and you. He did. He did. Yep. Hey. 
Bet uh, on that man. He pissed me off, though, because the first quarter he had six points with no main field I goals. told KV, too. I was like, man, he had four days of rest. He's going to be ready to go. And he had, like, six points in, like, the first couple of minutes. I'm like. But it was just like he was just getting to the line and everything. It's not like yeah. he was dominating, but he turned up. It was so. a few possessions yeah. where, you know. Shout out Russell, Russell too, man, for turning around. Russell gave Lonnie that. He did. He oh. had the goggles on all night. You know, he, he was, was going to be one of my up. likes. The fact that six-man Russ is is yeah. a thing because I think that extends his career. It was it went from, man, Russ leave this team. Bro, he may be out of the league. They cheer so when he about to check in yes, now. They I cheer. love that for Russ. Yeah. Kind of like the mellow. When mellow was, hey, P. They wanted me to come off the bench, and he had a big deal about it. But his second win came from adjusting. Like I, I'm, I'm happy to Portland. see that for players. Portland is that resurgence place. Oh my god! Look at Justice Winslow. <laughs> <laughs> why, <laughs> you, why, why, why you use that voice? Look at Justice Winslow. I had to put a little bit of more. Mm, I, a little, I don't know. Spice add a little spice little to it. No? Okay. Well, <laughs> well, one. One Scully and now he's just big sexy baller. <laughs> I like you it rocking though. it though, yeah. Yeah, everybody big, in the comments baller. acknowledging my boy. Uh, my last like was Joel Embiid's dominance. It's been on a putting up MVP numbers for like the last like eight, seven games or so like that. Mm-hmm. It's amazing to see. I Can love he, to see Bigs put their backpack on and carry their team. Is he crawling his way up that ladder of the MVP? Yeah. Uh, as the AFC is kind of questionable to say that he's an MVP, but I mean. I Definitely got the performance. Yeah, he's definitely having a poor performance. I think with to be in that conversation, your team got to have the records. Facts. Oh, my my last dislike because you just said that basketball has been good, but I feel like a lot of the teams we don't we like the Celtics, Robert Williams, Bucks, Chris Middleton, Drawley's missed game missed games too. Came off the bench. Seventy Sixers, James Harden. So we see any teams, but it's like all of the teams are kind of missing. So we don't really get the real feel. Lonzo Ball. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Lakers. Who y'all LeBron. Missing? LeBron. LeBron James. They might be better without his ass. Dennis Schroeder and TB just came. Oh, there you Bryan go. Dennis Schroeder. Nets. Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Knicks. Yeah. Johnny Bryan being our head coach is at the time through, though. <laughs> is that all I like? Are you really like? pro? You really want to get rid of this? Yeah, not the person. His voice, yeah, his voice just business. His voice ain't ringing. And my dad, I told my, raspy. I told my dad like <laughs> he called it when, when he got that uh, coach of the year. My pop was like, I don't know how long that's gonna last. Thibodeau just oh, got a hard man. time. It's the way Thibodeau is. Yeah, he got he presses on too much, and yeah. after a couple years, it's like exhausting. Like we get it, coach. He get, he gets you that that first season under Thibodeau. You gonna be nice as fuck, but after that, it's it's all right. This is a this is another small segment. That's that's called um, uh, it doesn't have a name. There's a website where fans can draw trades and other fans can vote on these trades. And I'm gonna read you the best trades, the highest. It's fans, well, yeah, but they not sponsor. Um, the highest like trades of the week, and you tell me, do they deserve to be the highest like trades of the week? Okay. Okay. First trade is a three teamer. So lock in, y'all. The Miami Heat received Jay Crowder, Landry Shamit, in a second-round pick for 2025 from the Suns. The Knicks receive Dario Saric, Duncan Robinson, a lottery-protected first-round pick from the Miami Heat, and a lottery-protected first-round pick from the Phoenix Suns. And the Suns receive Julius Randle and Miles McBride. This Phoenix Suns want Julius Randle. That badly. seemed like a realistic trade to start off with. I think that's why I got the most upvotes of the week. I think people look at this to say it's Let's a realistic it. trade. Let's do it. 
So Let's in this, the rationalization is Let's do it. The Heat need a four. They yep. get Jay Crowder. And they also get Landry Shaman, who replaces Duncan Robinson's shooting minutes. The Knicks get off Julius Randle's contract, but they get another big contract at Duncan Robinson, but they supplement that with two first-round picks. Two more. Lottery protected, but still two first-round picks. And the Suns have been rumored to love Julius Randle for a long time now. Um, so if that's their guy, they get their guy. We're only giving up Dario, Jay, who don't want to play Landry, and a lottery protected first-round pick. Give us the two first. But that gives us, like, we already got the most – in like the foreseeable future, I know. Say, like, I, know I know. I know. This is a team I out know. there that's, that's you know winning that. Um, like 2023, I think we got like three. Oh wow! Can y'all give us one? Shit, you want for Zach? Yeah. I mean, because we because cool. our plan is to give OKC more for Shea since they love him so much. Mm, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, the next one is the Timberwolves receive Kelly Oubre and Terry Rozier. Oh, while the Hornets received D'Angelo Russell in a 2026 second rounder. D'Lo expiring deal. D'Lo expiring deal for the Hornets. And they objectively get worse so they can go out there and try to get Wimby. And the Timberwolves get four years of Terry Rozier because he just signed an extension not too long ago and an expiring Kelly Oubre. This would take a lot for the the Hornets to accept because it is no future asset other uh, than the second. It takes a lot for me to accept if I'm a Timberwolves. Who's the point guard? Is it Terry Rozier? Terry Rozier. But I, Anthony Edwards has to be him. It ain't They can they can keep trying to talk about D'Angelo Russell, but it's the fact that you have the uh, Anthony Edwards feeling like his superpowers have been taken away and he can't drive and he just got his first dunk a, a week ago, you know. So, I mean, getting in them, getting those guys, they definitely better. Definitely yeah. better. I like. I love the season Kelly Oubre is having. Um, he probably comes off the bench now because you have Jaden McDaniel still. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think this is solves everything. It just probably yeah. makes it a more long term situation because you have Terry Rozier now for all of the years. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's not. This is a very uh, trade to me. I yeah. don't feel like it pushes. It doesn't really put I the mean, Timberwolves it, over it, the hump. For the Hornets, I guess you get like the expiring deal or whatever. But here's a, a trade. trade if. If the Brooklyn Nets decide to blow it up, this will be the last one we do. The Timberwolves get Kyrie Irving. The Raptors get Kevin Durant. Mm. And the Nets end up with Kim Birch, D'Angelo Russell, OG Ananobi, Gary Trent Jr., a 2023 unprotected, a 2025 unprotected, uh, a 2024 favorable, 2026 favorable, and a 2023 second. Is that enough to to? So how many picks was that again? That is one, two, three, four first rounders in a second. For Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is a negative asset to a lot of people right now. If you're willing to move on and you you ready, then I guess for the Brooklyn Nets you get your D'Angelo Russell, who damn near led your your resurgence as a franchise last time you was kind of down there. I mean, I guess this would be nice to see Katie with the Raptors. Though I think that shit would be in. I, they would be the favorites for me if he's on the Raptors. You think so? Yes. Him and Siakam, they put they put you over there. And Freddie, don't get so what's the, what's the rest of the, what's the trade? It's uh for which side? What are the Raptors giving up? The Raptors are giving up OG Gary Trent four first round picks. If it's one team, I wish that would go out there and like just take that chance like Kyrie. It's the damn Mavericks. The Mavericks. I've seen it in the Bleacher Report article. Yeah. I think oh yeah, we did. We talked about it last episode. Yeah, I feel like they—they're the team that's like they—they 
for them to get stars, they got to take that chance on like the stars that's like that has like a shaky, you know, relationship with their franchise, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, him, Kyrie with the Mavs would be very nice. It would give Luca his usage rate would drop significantly with Kyrie. So I would love to see that, but will they do it? I don't know. I don't know. Do the Mavericks feel like the team that that would be willing to do like a Kyrie Irving deal? expiring Kyrie Irving deal like that. Maybe that's a reason to do it. Because do you think yeah, they, yeah, I was going to say, it's either it's just yeah. like it works or I don't think they're winning a championship this year. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that would kind of push the meter a little bit for him and maybe give him a chance. But if it don't work, it's not like you got to stick with it. Is that a team y'all think he would resign with? Probably not. I honestly, if, if, some, he's if the, the Lakers have the money, I feel like he's going to the Lakers if they have the money. Which, on this rate, they will have the money. If they don't do nothing with the Russ and the picks, and from a report I saw yesterday, they cool with just chilling for the moment. I like Katie on the Raptors. I, I, I said that in my stream. Katie with the Raptors, you got reliable people around him, teammates. You have some defense around him. You have somebody who would be a nice second option. Good coaching. He just got to – you got to show him who. You remember that was a, that was a rumor, and Chris Bouchard was like, "Oh, Toronto's like, yeah, yeah that was a weird time." Toronto's what? Black athletes don't want to go. Yeah. Oh, like that. I stuff about like that. that. Yeah. He got a lot of pushback on that. Yeah. A lot of pushback on that one. Um, As he should. Yeah. Who knows? All right. Well, that's that's the NBA portion. Hey, y'all. What's going on? You cooking today? Hell no. I think well, Angie and, and Suzanne are cooking. I think Angie's coming to my house. Like, this yeah, might now. be done now. Is yeah. Sure? Yeah. So they're doing cooking. I, don't ask me shit. I can't eat Why nothing that they make. Mr. Uh, sweet Potato Pie. I'm taking my mama crown. <laughs> I'm cooking for my Thanksgiving. Oh, so FKBs. No. This is something FKBs. I didn't want to do, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really. Why not? Because it's a lot. It is. I mean, ain't nothing for you. You just got to drive to my house. <laughs> we got to make sure everything good. We got to make the What food. are we doing, though, also? I'm coming to cheer. I'm not coming to really eat or do it. I'm just coming to kind of vibe. Just yeah, like I can't, last I can't time. eat anything any, anyway. I just, I'm looking at it as like just a time to chill with the homies. Yeah, the draft party, y'all had pizza inside. I didn't eat one piece of pizza. I just came for the vibes, just chilling. Yeah. Not a freeloader, I mean, man. John, <laughs> John is driving down. So we have John there, Mason it's coming over. So it's basically the entire friend group. But I'm saying, is it going to kind of be like the draft where we in the basement or y'all trying to have us all sit at one table together? No, nah, it's not that thing. Okay. Everybody going to be free-flowing. Games are going to be on, so we'll probably be watching some basketball my, in the basement or something. Stuff. Just chill. It's a, it's a time to hang out with the guys. Who that's, knows? The girlfriends might be. be upstairs like they were last time. Though. My girlfriend so. got a 12-hour 12, 12 shift. Damn. Sad. It's going to be fun, man. Uh, Friendsgiving. Do I need to bring nice. anything? Would you like me to bring anything? Uh, we can talk about that after. Cause Mike didn't even know it was question. today. He didn't. I think you planned a big stream today, didn't you? No. Oh. Not no. a big stream. I'm streaming. There we go. Like I'm going to try to go like two to four. Not during the Friendsgiving. Somebody, um, somebody wrap up the show. All right, y'all. We appreciate y'all. It's another great live podcast. Make sure y'all like the stream right now before we get up right out of here. Now. There's no reason we shouldn't have a bunch of likes with all of y'all fine faces in the building. We will see y'all Tuesday. Hopefully we get some more NBA drama. Make sure y'all um, slide through on Tuesday because after that it will be Thursday and we want to give everybody a great Thanksgiving show. 
Um, stay blessed, stay safe, and bundle up. We out.